Well, hello, friends. Welcome to Grace Radio. This is Pastor Frank with Ray, and we're always blessed when we have opportunity to share God's love and God's grace and God's Word. We are a Bible-believing radio broadcast, and we love to share God's amazing love and grace. What would we do without knowing God's love and grace? I know what changed my life, and I'm sure it's true with Ray, that there was a time in our life when we were touched deeply by the love of God and His sacrifice for us, what He did for us. He gave His life on Calvary's cross, paid the price for our sin, loved us. Jesus came into the world to share the love of God, and the gospel has been going out into the whole world for a long time now, and what a message it is. I know it's sad at times as Christians that uh, people seem to be, in many places, quite ignorant of the gospel and God's love and God's grace, but that's why we're here, and hopefully you could enjoy with us refreshing yourself with knowing God's love, grace, forgiveness of sin, His gift of eternal life, and a home in heaven for all who believe in Him. So today we're going to just talk about some of these basic things that as Christians we should be somewhat familiar with. I have some Bible passages here I'd like to share along with Ray and offer some of our own personal opinions. You know, the Bible tells us as we read in the book of Hebrews, this is a verse in Hebrews, it's chapter 9 and verse 22. So if you have a Bible, you'd like to look it up. Hebrews 9 and verse 22. Remember, as you're looking that up, you're listening to Grace Radio. I'm Pastor Frank with Ray. We come together here as often as we can weekly to share great messages with you. You'll also hear us um, on separate occasions on Spotify, and we're on other stations. We could be on some um, what would you call them, podcasts, and we're also on uh, radio in New Hampshire and Maine. And we call that terrestrial broadcasting stations when you can hear us on AM and FM radio. And I hope you would join us. And if you could be hearing us out of New Hampshire and Maine, look us up on Word Radio. That's the place. Word Radio. In fact, if you'd like to be in touch with us by mail, you could write to Word Radio, New Durham, New Hampshire. I think that's all you need to do to find where we are and how you could communicate with us. Just look us up on Word Radio. We're on every day of the week at one time or another on those particular stations. It's a cluster of radio stations there in New Hampshire and in Maine as well. But getting back to today and what to share, here's a Bible passage from Hebrews chapter 9, verse 22. This is what it says. What a, what a passage. I was refreshed with it recently uh, because I haven't looked at that passage for a while, but here it is. Hebrews 9, verse 22. 
And almost all things are by the law purged with blood, and without shedding of blood is no forgiveness. Powerful passage, isn't it? That is so important. Hebrews 9.22. Now, look, I'd like to bring out a couple of things about it. And and, uh, Ray has his microphone open, and he's very welcome and willing to share with us, as he might be so led. We're talking about salvation. We think and we talk many times about Jesus. He made the way for us. He gave his life on a cross for us and paid the price for our sin. And many times we talk about that. We are well aware of it. When we go to church and study the Bible, we run into conversation that will bring to our attention that Christ died for our sin on a cross. He paid the price, and he did it because he loves us. It's all by grace. He didn't do it because we deserved it. Still have, you know, there's a cough going around. People have been quite ill with flus and all kinds of things. But anyway, right now, getting back to this passage, the word salvation is used here. And I wanted to highlight that word, salvation, because we hear it so often in Christian circles, and by reading the Bible, we find out that salvation is a gift from God to us who will receive it. We can be saved. We are forgiven through faith in Christ. But here's a word, Ray, that came to my attention reading this passage, you notice this, salvation is always by blood. Now, we don't hear that too often, but this word blood is a very, very important word for Bible students and for Bible teachers to be well aware of. There's a passage, for example, that says this, without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. So the blood of Christ is what paid for our sin according to these passages. By blood, faith in his blood, we may know and have assurance of God's forgiveness with our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I thought of that in a fresh way today, Ray, because how many times do we talk about the blood of Christ? We, we just don't. I mean, we know it's there. And uh, it's it's important to understand the blood of Christ, and but we don't. Many times it's not mentioned, and you know many churches, believe it or not, who say they're Christian churches. I've heard some churches say we don't want to talk about blood because it's too um, it's an ugly word to use. Mm-hmm. Uh, we like to talk about God's love and grace, of course. That's very very important. But if we leave the blood out of the gospel. There is no gospel. That's it. You hit it right on the head. Without the blood, there is no gospel. We can't scratch that out of the Bible. We have to see the importance of it and what all of that means. The blood of Christ. That's what paid the price for our sin. Without the blood of Christ. On the cross... Jesus shed his blood 
to pay for our sin. But do you know what I mean right by talking about the blood of Christ? I mean, many times you hear a Christian message, message, you go to church, and you'll hear a message, receive Jesus as your Savior, and you will know God's forgiveness. Well, yes, that's true. You'll know about God's forgiveness. He gave his life for us. But some people don't think of the word blood so often. And in fact, as I just said, I don't know, Ray, if you've had that experience, but I've read about and heard about churches that don't like to talk about the blood. It's too, what's the word for it? Too barbaric? Uh, what too, is it? Too violent. It's violent. Yeah, it's messy. It's, yeah. Uh, it's an ugly, ugly word to think yeah. about. But we have to understand that when we go, when we go before the Lord, and we ask for forgiveness for our sins, that we are automatically washed in the blood of Christ. That is where our salvation comes from. Well, that's from, true. Yes, from the blood of Christ. That's right. So, without the blood of Christ washing us. We're not saved, right? If we don't believe in the blood sacrifice, there is no salvation. There is no salvation. Salvation comes from the blood of Christ. He shed His blood uh, to make us white as snow. Do you think it's uh, without sin? Do you think it's mentioned enough of how important it is that Christ died for my sin? Yes, and I believe that. But does that mean it's not necessary to talk about the blood? Well, like we said before, pastors should really speak more, churches should speak more about the blood of Christ Mm -hmm. because without the blood of Christ, it's empty. It's empty. It's no real true message. Without the blood of Christ washing you, you have no forgiveness. There's no forgiveness. That's right. Then he, he put his time on the cross uh-huh. and was tortured and everything else uh-huh. for our sins, but it doesn't do anything. Uh-huh. So true. I remember once for uh, one of the Christian movies over the years. I can't remember which movie it was, but in the movie they had Christ on the cross towards the end of the movie when they put Christ on the cross. And I was really teached, touched by... Uh, seen in that particular movie as Jesus was hanging on the cross it was quite a spectacle because you could see his suffering but what came to my attention as he was on the cross and people were mocking him and insulting God about the whole thing I could see in the movie the blood was pouring down his head Mm -hmm. from the crown of thorns You could see the blood being poured out of his side and uh, his feet. You could really, in this particular movie, I was touched by the obvious sacrifice of the blood of Christ. And then I could see the blood was trickling down from his crucified body. It was trickling down on the wooden cross and went into the ground, and you could see the blood pouring out on the ground where Jesus was crucified. That really spoke to me at that time because for some reason in that particular Christian movie, 
they really made a, a real issue out of the blood of Christ as he hung there on the cross. I don't think we see uh, that all the time. Is that an obvious thing to you? I mean, I don't know how obvious it is to people to see the blood uh, on the cross, but I guess most of the time we do. I suppose we do. Is that true? You well, see it that way, yeah. Well, this this chapter right here that we're we're talking about is the sprinkling of the blood of in the Old Testament. The sprinkling of blood of goats and cows and birds and whatever. The high priest took that in, and indeed sprayed, uh, uh, sprinkled, sprinkled uh, the blood over the tabernacle and stuff like that. That and was of course in. many times. Not to interrupt you, but many times they they had to slay the animals on a, on an altar, and the blood was all over the place. Absolutely, but that did not bring about salvation or anything else. That just kind of hid their sins until next year when they come back they had to do the same thing over and over and over again. In other words, they didn't make it important or even, you know, it's just not thought about. Right, but when Jesus died and took his blood into the holies and holies and sprayed and sprinkled uh, over the tabernacle and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. that was done once and for, for all, all. Yeah. that brought about <clears throat> your salvation when you indeed go to him with a with a pure heart and you ask for forgiveness then that blood this is not don't let me have you think that when you go before Jesus that there's somebody going to pour some blood over you <laughs> you right. know but it it is just a situation a mirror right. like of what Indeed, that represents when you go with a pure heart, that blood covers you and washes you. That's where your salvation comes. It's true. Uh, Here we are talking about sometimes we don't hear much about the blood, but when you really look at the New Testament, any Old Testament, we find many passages dealing with the blood. Oh, sure. All over the place. Every year they had to go two or three different times and sacrifice animals and stuff like that. Look at the Passover lamb in the Old Testament book of Exodus. There you go. The Uh, blood was over the doorway. That's right. And that was salvation for those that were inside. That's right. The Bible says uh, without the shedding of blood is no forgiveness, but also the Passover lamb had to do with being delivered from death. Mm -hmm. The death angel would come over the land there and... The Bible says that the past they looked upon, or God looked upon the blood, mm-hmm. meaning the price was paid. There was redemption, there was salvation for people who put a personal faith into the meaning of the cross. Absolutely. So even when we have or celebrate the Lord's Supper, we talk about the bread, mm-hmm. the body of Christ, but we also drink the blood, or the symbolic blood, maybe maybe uh, apple juice, grape juice, or yeah, whatever, but yeah. the, the, it's what's behind what it means. That's right. Um, it isn't the actual thing. It's, right. it's an interpretation of the actual thing. That's right. It's uh, symbolic to what actually happened. That's right. Uh, the blood of Christ. Uh, so it's the more we think about it and talk about it, the more we see how clear it is. 
uh, it's all over the Bible, the blood of Christ, mm-hmm. sacrifice the animals. Uh, and then Jesus at the Last Supper, he, he made it clear. So they to drink the blood. That's right. Uh, symbolically, By, in uh, remembrance of me. Yeah, it's in remembrance of me. That's right. That's so right. we're called upon to remember the blood. Uh, that's why we have, you know, the wine and the bread. Uh, yeah. Supposedly wine. That's actually, right. I think for us it's grape juice and stuff like that. That's right. Uh, but that's we're doing that. We're eating that bread. That's and right. we're drinking that wine in remembrance of Jesus Christ for his body that was tortured That's and right. for his blood that cleanses us. That's right. Wow, what a message it is. But like I said, I mean, many times for some reason we may not think of the blood so much. Mm-hmm. I know we think of the cross and Christ's sacrifice, and it all includes the blood. But when you look at a passage like this, that uh, salvation is always by blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems to come right out at you and make it very, very important. You know, there are other things. I'd like to move on. Here's a point number two here I'd like to bring to our attention, that the salvation is by the blood of Christ, but salvation is always uh, by, through a person. It's always by a person, and that person is Jesus. So salvation always includes the person of Jesus Christ, either literally in the New Testament or, or, um, or as a, uh, how would you put it, as an example by other uh, sacrifices besides Jesus, we understand the importance of the blood. In Acts chapter 4, verse 12, this is the passage that points that out. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. So there it is, salvation by a person, and that person is the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's, it's just him. Salvation comes through Christ, period, with the blood, period. So trusting in Jesus Christ for salvation is absolute priority, along with his blood sacrifice, to understand salvation. So why then would some people not want to talk about the ugliness of blood, because it speaks of sacrifice, or even think it's not important to understand what the message of the cross is. And some people think that uh, Jesus died on the cross um, uh, ignorantly. People didn't know why he had to be sacrificed. They didn't know the importance of it. And uh, But it was very important. In fact, it's the bottom line for knowing you're a Christian by trusting in the body and blood of Jesus Christ. That's what the communion service in many Christian churches point out at a time of communion, the body and blood of Christ. So there it is. By blood we are forgiven, faith in the blood, and then faith in the person of Jesus Christ. So there's two passages, friends, if you'd like to write it down and look at look these passages up, 
It's in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 22, and also here in Acts chapter 4, verse 12. But blood sacrifices are done over and over and over again in the Old Testament. It's just continually brought up about the blood. Um, That's in, because there was no salvation in it. Right. It was symbolic to mm-hmm. what Christ was would do when he comes to earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the animals that were sacrificed on the altar um, and people believing it, on Old Testament terms, uh, there would be salvation for those folks of the Old Testament who put their faith in the blood in the Old Testament as of the future sacrifice of Christ, yep. whose blood would be shed on a cross. So, right, that's two important points, friends, if you're listening, and maybe some of these things we mentioned might be new to you. Uh, but please look it up in a Bible. If you have a Bible, it's all right there. It's not our idea. We're just talking about what the Bible says about these things. Uh, so please look up those passages. Write it down when you have some quiet time of devotions. Just look up the passages. Meditate on it. Think about it. What does it mean for you? Is the blood important to you when you think of the gospel? Is Jesus' sacrifice, is it meaningful for you, or is it something where some people think, well, that's just history? It happened a long time ago, and we don't have to get into that anymore now. But that's not true. It's it's now. It's present tense in many ways. So that's two points. Now, just right. one, more, one more thing on Acts yeah. uh, in verse 12. It's mm-hmm. it, as Christians, we have to understand that there is only one way, because right. it says, mm-hmm. "Nor is there salvation in any other name." Wow, there's no salvation. Uh, I, I'm not. Now, please, let's not get into uh-huh. uh, bashing other religions and uh-huh. stuff like that. Let them do what they want. But if we're a Christian, we believe in Christ, we believe that this written Bible is written by God through its authors, Uh it is stating right there, nor is there salvation in any other. other. Christ is the way. We know that's true as believers in Christ, but there are many people, they don't want to hear these passages about Jesus is the only way. That's exactly right. They just don't want to hear about it because, and to a degree, I guess I understand, but I wish they would study their Bible a little bit more so that they would understand the true way to accept this. Well, that's right. I mean, I think Henry, uh, well, for example, to say there's no other way except through Jesus. There's no other way to heaven except by faith in his sacrifice on the cross with the blood shed. That's the only way. But where in our society, in today's culture, and in today's um, communication with many things, people are so offended by that. But I think, Pastor, again... 
here we go. I'm even going to bash the Catholic, not the Catholic, the Christian religion. Okay. Christians themselves doesn't like preach that, that from, the, from their uh, pulpits. Right. It's not preached in the right. churches today that the only way is Christ and uh-huh. it, because of his sacrifice on the cross and the washing of his blood. That's right. But it's not preached. No, and there's another point that relates to this, Ray, and that is we could even listen to preachers on radio or television. They have great messages, but do you know some of those teachers? They will tell you there's other ways to salvation. Yeah, well, you don't just need Jesus in the blood. You can get saved by doing something else mm-hmm. for okay. God. Yeah, there's a lot of religions that believe that. Yeah, And a lot of Christians believe that. And that's so wrong. It, it is so, so fantastically wrong that it's not. Mm-hmm. It, I, I don't know, Pastor, what. It, it, you know, God said, I will make the wise foolish. Right. That's, I, that's I, a good it, way to put it. Yeah, and I, I think that's, that's what it is. Some people's mind huh. is blinded to what the truth really is. We've got to start speaking the truth. Whether we're insulting people or not, we've got to, to be we've the got truth. To start. Christians right. have got to start speaking the truth. That's right. It would be good to hear more messages about the importance of the blood of Christ yeah, in the Bible. Absolutely. Because it's not a popular message in today's world. Mm-hmm. As you said, sadly, maybe even with some nominal Christians, you could use that word, they, they, don't, they don't really understand the significance of one way to mm-hmm. God. Yeah, yeah. So they teach. There's many other ways. Yeah. 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 It's sad in one way. It's also understandable in today's world where almost anything goes. You know, it's kind of comical in a way. When I served God behind prison walls, uh, many times I would get involved with men who would uh, practice the 12 steps of Christianity. Yeah. And uh, some prisoners were not Christians, but they did believe in going through and having victory over drug addiction. So many times, because they weren't Christians and they didn't want to talk about the Bible, but when they get into discussions, they would say, look, just just put your faith in that television set. Yeah. And that's enough. God will understand it, and you can be saved that way. You don't have to just believe in Jesus. You can believe in many other things. Maybe that sounds good to a liberal thinking kind of a world. You hit it right, yeah. liberal thinking. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not being taught it in church. We're not being taught it in uh, schools. In universities, That's right. That's it right. seems like the universities today. Now I don't want to get off subject here, but it seems like the schoolhouses and the universities—they're not teaching anything to do with truth. It seems like they're teaching how to protest everything. <laughs> You're not a young person, Ray. I hope I didn't hurt your feelings. Oh yes, you—you yeah. you really did. You hurt my heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. I know. But I remember when we were kids, of course, we'd go to grammar school. and oh, sure. we'd, we'd Before we start school um, with the teacher, we said a little prayer and mm-hmm. say good things about God's love for us. 
Uh, and, and now that's very insulting to some people that we would do such a thing as that. Well, America was founded under the Christian faith. That's right. It was founded under it. But in the years since its foundation, we've, we've lost the Christianity in the schoolhouse. That's right. There's That's no right. more. There's no more teaching Christianity. In That's the right. House. That's right. It's uh, it's it's so common now, where people don't think it's necessary to talk about the gospel, the blood of Christ, and what Jesus did on the cross. And you know, it's very very sad. But we're gonna. It was taken out so that we don't offend another religious group. That's right. Well, but. Again, the United States was founded off in Christian principles. That's right. This is a Christian thing. Right. Uh, are we going to go to some Islam uh, country yeah. and preach uh, Christianity? Yeah. Are we going to take Islam? Uh, they uh, bow uh, toward Mecca, I think, two or three times a day. Or something. Are we going to well, say, oh, no, you're offending me? Well, this is it, Ray. This is the kind of world we're living in in our country now. With liberals, they That's would call. Right. Uh, conservative thinking is not convenient. No, uh, believe whatever you want that's good enough kind mm-hmm. of thinking. Yep. and uh, so you, in order to think that way, uh, you have to put away reality. You have to put away history. You have to put away the Bible, and not believe that there are things that are absolutely true. And you can't change it. Mm-hmm. Christ died for our sins on a cross, and He shed His blood to make it possible for us to receive his forgiveness and know that we can go to be with God in heaven when yeah. we leave this planet. Now, we can say, well, that's not a popular message. With some people it is. If you're a Christian, that's very important to you. But there are many people in the world who think that's very outdated and not necessary any longer. You can believe whatever you want is good for you. <coughs> So, so we miss that. Many people miss it, and I hope, even though I have this little tickle in my throat, I hope people could still understand the message. Christ died for our sins, period. And there's salvation through faith in Christ who died for our sin. And it's a free gift for those who will receive yeah, we're, we're going to have to sign off now, friends, yeah. but please forgive us for our poor, um, we're kind of technical. like, <laughs> we're not good technically here with all the equipment in front of us, uh, but I hope, hopefully you heard most of what we were talking about. We're living in a liberal society, and many people think whatever goes is okay. Whatever you want to believe is okay, and even God approves that, but that's not true. And don't offend no one. Don't offend anyone, right, because it is offensive. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to God the Father without him, without his sacrifice and the blood that was shed. Well, that time goes by so fast. But if you like a copy of this broadcast, uh, this message, uh, be in touch with us, friends, and and uh, you could be in touch with us, and uh, we'll get back to you, please. Uh, you're hearing us here uh, in many places. You know, you could always, if you're in New Hampshire, Maine, in that area, I'd like to remind you that you could easily call Word Radio, and you'll talk to someone live right there at the 
radio station and other stations there in New Hampshire and Maine that we are broadcasting there, and you can get in touch with those stations. Someone will talk to you and ask them questions. Uh, they're a very good Christian radio station. They will talk to you. You may have messages, or you may have questions, rather, that you would like answered. Well, right there on those radio stations, like Word Radio in New Durham, New Hampshire, people there will be very glad to talk to you. And you could ask them questions. And uh, they'll pray for you. They, they pray for people who call in. And we are praying for you as well. And hope that you are blessed today on this subject matter. And uh, if you need more to know about, please look up a good Bible-believing church somewhere that preaches this gospel message that we've been sharing with you. And, and you'll get answers there. You could write to me at Word Radio and Ray. You could write to us at Word Radio, New Durham, New Hampshire. You know, it's beautiful up there, Ray. I've been visiting up there now and then. And uh, I'm so grateful for Ron and Sharon Malone, who got this radio station running for us to hear, and many people to hear. Um, they're good people, and uh, they're giving us this broadcast right out of New Durham, New Hampshire. And uh, our broadcast is heard right there on Word Radio as well. But anyway, look us up on Spotify. Look us up on Word Radio, other radio stations. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Be in touch with us wherever it's possible for you to do so. And uh, leave a message. We'll get back to you with answers. Uh, please do that. Get back to us very soon. We will.